guys. Beer. Sports. Join Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Over to you, boys. Hey, what's up, everybody? Most importantly, hello to you, Sean. Hey, uh, it's been an interesting week, I think, since the last time we talked. And so uh, a couple things we want to unpack, uh, a couple things we're not going to unpack just based on, um, I think, what our level of understanding is on the world of sports and just the state of the world, right? So uh, yeah. first things first, uh, Sean, welcome today. Don Patrol from Aslan Brewery up in Bellingham, Washington. Uh, not only a fantastic brewery, also a fantastic restaurant. So nice. PNW folks, when you're in the building up, up north in Bellingham, stop in and say hello. Uh, they have what you need. All right. Well, as you know, it was my birthday there on Thursday. So we ended up going yes. to this place called Upstreet Barbecue here at 612 uh, Wimmo Road. Yeah. 4A, brother. Anyways, though, this is one of them there. 80 Bob. 80 Bob. I've Up never street. heard a more Canadian name beer. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that kilt. Look at that kilt. Yeah. 80 Bob Upstreet Barbecue Joint. Upstreet. Now, you fancy yourself a kilt wearer, right? I got one. I got yeah. one upstairs, brother. Do you, do you uh, always stand more than shoulder width apart with your heels when you wear that thing? Or... Is that label? Only one I want to show what's underneath the, the hood there, I guess. So, <laughs> this is what that ballot is. going. Listen, man. Happy birthday to you, by the way. Hey, thank yeah, another, you, brother. Another trip around the sun, right? Mm. Let's get it. Okay. Cheers. Today's the 30th of August, Sunday. Yes, it is. Um, talking about what we've seen the past. Uh, I don't know, since the last time we chatted, um, you know, today uh, we watched, you know, Luca and the Dallas Mavericks put on a show, right? I think just not enough guns at the end of the day. And so they're sent home packing much to uh, my heart's discontent. And then, you know, last night uh, my surrogate team, the Portland Trailblazers, went out to the Lakers. Then again, like at halftime, felt like maybe next man up, you know, I mean, when he was uphill climb with Dame being gone, and then uh, you know, just LeBron and the boys are just too much. I think yeah, we'll you had to, yeah, you had to Dame figure that, that was coming. You had to figure that that was coming though, because I mean, the talent that's on Los Angeles, the talent that's on the Clippers, the talent that's on the Bucks. Yeah, well, the talent on the Bucks is something. Mm. We saw that, right? That's that's a different animal, right there, right? That's who that is. Uh, I don't know that you can't watch that game, you know, yesterday or this weekend and feel like that was the move. You know what I mean? Hey, love you. <laughs> Sorry, that's the portal. The portal knows so bad. That shirt tells you everything you need to know about Brad right there. Yeah, that's I just how it goes, man. I love There's you, brother. A, I love you, too. There's not, <laughs> nothing to go get the way. Uh, no. No. I have uh, five wonderful kids. Yep. Jesus this makes is, hockey saves. Hey. Jesus saves. I'm we, telling you right now. Listen, the t-shirt games that we have is phenomenal. We should probably get on and just have uh, it be a thing, right? We should figure that out. <laughs> See who has the best shirts. I'll never forget. <laughs> I'll, I'll know that I had to tell this story. Uh, remember when uh, we were going to that men's group at church and you mm -hmm. wore that t-shirt? And you Which didn't know that I would know what it meant? Oh my! <laughs> I know exactly what shirt you're talking about. Oh, I still yeah, have that shirt. Yeah, well, maybe you should wear it next week. It doesn't matter. We'll, we'll okay. What it is, you just bring it on. Uh, if you want to guess what Sean's shirt said at men's group, uh, leave a comment. You know, if you want to send it privately, DM us, whatever. But it's uh, it's fantastic. And so I remember looking at it, being like, I, I oh man, I. A little filling out process. Be like, hey, uh, you know what that means? And you were like, do you know what it means? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Making sure you were wearing it around, not knowing what it meant. <laughs> okay. It's time to move on to a more serious note. 
Obviously, this has been a pretty historic week, and we want to take a few minutes to talk about it today. I can tell you right now that, as for me, um, as a sports fan, at first, I was very disappointed because I didn't know what was going on and thought to myself that my escape was about to leave. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that's an interesting way to put it. But yeah, I fully, I mean, that was the, the messages you and I exchanged, mm-hmm. right? I go, hey, do you see this? And you said, hey, whoa, what are we, you know, that was the what, initial what, thought, right? Was, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, the NHL ended up going on forward. And of course, I put out a thing on live talking about the NHL games because mm-hmm. naturally I just want to move forward and talk about sports. When I ended up taking 24 hours to think about this, that's when I ended up sitting there and saying to myself that this is something bigger than just not playing a couple of games. Yeah. This is something that they decided we're going to like let our voices be heard by inaction blew my mind yeah blew my mind and if you i know i know you and i spoke brad and i know that we talked about this because it was a difficult thing in order to come on board and say what are we looking at here (laughs) you understand like what, what what are we looking at here and both of us agreed that if you didn't think that what they were doing was the right thing that you had to have your head checked uh there was there was something powerful in doing nothing. There was something powerful in not playing those games. There was something powerful by doing that. And it was like the most peaceful form of protest. And I do not want to glaze over this. I don't want to take this and just make it like a quick 20 minutes and like, let's just go on to sports. Okay. So that's why we're going to be doing something separate there. And we have some people who have some points to make about this. Yeah. But I'm a Brown man. Uh, I'm, I'm part, well, I am, I'm Indo-Fijian and uh, French and Irish. Um, So I have an interesting take on things as well, because You know, uh, I play sports. I've I've participated in sports. I've played hockey, played football. Wrestling is my major, though. And um, <laughs> not, not to smooth it over. But. <laughs> but Sean wrestles in both worlds. Sean wrestles uh, <laughs> classically and for entertainment. So. That's it. <laughs> we, can, we can talk about that later. Sorry. We will get into this whole one point. Yeah. But. I'm going to save my comments for, for that, for that night when we have those guys on, because we're, yeah. we're, we're going to get a lot deeper into this. And this is not something we just had Jackie Robinson day. We just had all this historical things here that just happened. We're so glad that Barack Obama came out and told the NBA, Hey, come on out there and finish up this season. Yeah. I'm so glad that the NHL, even though they came a day late, they came out and still did it. Yeah. Um, it was interesting to me to see, you know, the WNBA support, uh, the decision. It was interesting to watch Major League Baseball largely support the decision. It was interesting to watch Major League Soccer support the decision. It's interesting to see the conversations, you know, the Detroit Lions canceling practice. Um, That's what started it, actually, was the Detroit Lions. I remember seeing that in the news. It's just, yeah, all yeah. those things. But just the, it's, it's been a, it's, I don't know, I can't say it's never happened because we're not old, but um, we're well-researched, I guess, but you know, all of the leagues to combine together in the same time for the same move feels like historic to me. And, you know, one of the things that we talked about was that initial reaction of like, oh, what are we going to watch now? Mm-hmm. You know, I think, but that was part of it because we feel like it's entertainment to us, you know, whereas those guys have platforms. So they have the ability to make guys like us pay attention. And I think, you know, there's a lot of people or some people or whatever that are like you and I that are more team human, right? Based on our belief systems, based on who we are as people. We really believe in the value of humans. Yes. Yes. And 
and this is an eye opening. This whole time has been an eye opening thing for me in my own relationships to see who's not team human. Mm. Even people that profess the same belief system that I have, right? Or previously had said those things like when the rubber meets the road, when it, like the chips are really down, where are you at? And it becomes a, this isn't a big deal. And to me, it's like, this is the biggest deal. Like be on the right side of history here. Like you have to look at all of these things and be, you know, at the risk of, you know, I don't claim to be woke or I don't claim to be any of those things. I claim to be team human. And I think that mm. if, you know, you really have to wonder where you are if when someone says, you know, if you feel like all lives matter, which I, I feel like they, like they do, right? Mm. But not in that sense of like, well, all, you know, but if someone says Black Lives Matters and that triggers you to want to revolt against that, like you, you should look inside. Maybe you should have a look. I, you know what? I totally agree with you, Brad. Maybe you should have a look you know? at that. Yes. If that actually triggers you, maybe you should have a look at yourself. Yeah. It's fully should have your ears one time. It's on somebody's album, right? Maybe it's Macklemore's album or something. Then it talks about like the the analogy they made was, you know, uh, if there was a, uh, a neighborhood and a house was on fire and the fire department showed up and someone on the street was like, hey, spray water in everyone's houses because all houses matter. I mean, no, 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 the house that's hurting, the house is burning down. That house matters right now. That's where the resources, that's the attention. That we need to fix that so that as a whole, we are better. Mm. And that's the thing that bothers me when we sit and watch the response to some of these things. You know, I've people I know that are say, you know, and I hesitate to call them friends of mine anymore because I just don't, I don't know. Man, these things change relationships for me. Yeah. At the core of it, it changes. Yeah. They say, oh, but they're athletes, they should just play. They're yeah. they're here to entertain us. And I think, no, no, they're humans. Mm-hmm humans like you should what do you have like how do you feel like you buying a 40 dollars t-shirt like that now you should have an opinion on how someone's going to present themselves like that's that's silly to me but anyway. that's interesting that's interesting I, let me just let me just get my two cents in here then yeah since uh we're we're going a little deeper than what i thought and i'm i'm going to talk now yeah. um that always goes right no i love it i love it yeah, we should be this is trust like, me i love it we're authentic to end, right? Like yeah. So I'm gonna, I wouldn't be honest. I mean, in the beginning, I thought to myself, oh, no. After especially you're, you're, you're dealing with coronavirus, you're dealing with everything that's happening there. This is my escape. This is my escape is, is sports. So the disappointment was there. But then I was like, being, being a person – who I like to think thinks about things. I took 24 hours to think about everything before I say anything, before I do anything, I take 24 hours to mull things over before I start feeling something about it. Because my initial feeling might always feel whatever, but it might not be the correct feeling. So I take 24 hours to think yeah, about it. I would it. argue it's a feeling. It's not the reaction. It's not the correct reaction. Exactly. And th- thank you. Thank you. That's, that's Sorry, my words. Yeah. I took 24 hours to think about it. You and I both proclaim to be Christians. And as a Christian, my number one thing is that I hear my brother and my sisters speaking about something that is, that is, that is hurting them. Something that is not right. And to me, that that is more important than any ball, any stick, any rules, anything like that. And, and as upset as I was with the NHL after not suspending their games, they ended up going in and, 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 and boycotting the last two games there and had a, a, they actually had a conversation. They actually had a conversation. I don't know if you saw that. So NHL obviously is majority of white people, right? Yeah. And right, I mean, it's yeah, and and you know, like you saw Evander Kane put out a letter, the hockey diversity uh advocacy put out a letter saying, I would really appreciate if the NHL were to suspend the next two games or stop Mm -hmm. not play the next two games, and they did that, and then they had a conversation. And the Zim Kadri and uh Reeves from the Golden Knights, there was in the front and center, 
And Reeves said something that was really interesting to me saying that, you know, I hate these guys on the ice, but I will go to war with any of these guys. You can see that the most of them are white, but they're all here to have this conversation. Yeah. Lloyd Pierce from the Atlanta Hawks ended up coming out there. Cause like basically, um, I'm not trying to make this political one way or the other, but basically, you know, he was being accused that basketball players have a privilege. And he didn't shrink from that statement. He ended up saying, yeah, he's speaking from a point of privilege, a position of privilege. But using that privilege, he's able to get more, and they are able to get more people looking at this. Yeah. And I think it was you that was telling me that NBA didn't come back to play on Friday because they were making phone calls to their constituents. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know if they didn't come back to play, but I know that the league office uh, also, you know, boycotted office time and instead spent time calling in legislators and doing those things. And I think that, you know, this move um, by the Bucks, I think that the started it and this kind of how it progresses is – massive and i think that it shows if you sit and think about what they are saying by what they're doing Mm -hmm. and that it's this unified move and you know people saying that oh they're they're privileged they shouldn't be saying these things spits in their faces it's exactly it because they haven't always been no you're it's like most people haven't you know what i mean like that's the thing and so to try to like steal someone's shine by saying oh but you have this so what it's not they're not saying for themselves thank you they're not arguing for their house like they're talking about a whole thing we're not that far removed from these things no you know and we we know people that you know were alive in the 60s when this thing was terrible Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that's not that long ago sean i mean you were probably born you were almost born right like that's in the thing. our time in our time in the 70s out in boston yeah. i mean if i talked to my boy out i read he was telling me like, i mean one of the most racist cities was boston and it ended up becoming one of the most woke cities like overnight after the fact but yeah. they were actually in belief that you know that uh the bus system had to be separated and this is in the 70s it's during my yeah. lifetime yeah. yeah and during my yeah. lifetime in halifax that uh, there was people that were not able to buy land if they were black. Yeah. And this is mind-boggling to most people. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. And this so is not... So, so first many people off, live here, right? We just live here. Absolutely. First off, this is not an American problem. I just wanted to point that out. This is a worldwide problem. Yeah. And if anybody thinks that this is just something that's just in America... I think you need to have a look at what is happening in front of you because this is not just in America. And this is not just, listen, right now, one of my buddies is ending up telling me about white privilege, right? And I'm not trying to bring this up here, but he ended up saying like, you know, that white privilege is like a person in a wheelchair and a person that can walk. And the person that can walk obviously has a higher privilege than the person that's in the wheelchair. Yeah. No way and no way ever should it be that somebody should feel that they're like, this is, this is my thing. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, Brad. Okay. This is my thing. Nobody should ever feel guilty for what God has given you. Okay. Nobody should ever feel that. Yeah. But at the same hand, if you know you've been given much, then you should help much. And, yeah. and Brad, I know, I know you're one of those people that want to help. I'm one of those people who want to help. It's the responsibility, right? Yeah. We all have a responsibility to our fellow humans. Yes. A- absolutely. And the thing is, is that what I've been loving about the NBA and the NHL is the hashtag they're having. Hashtag the conversation. Yeah. Because that's exactly what it should be. This yep. should be a conversation that we should all be having. And for us to just brush over this and just go, is this, this, this happened? Let's talk about Celtics Raptors. Let's talk about, no, we're not doing it any favors. So I'm glad you brought it up. I'm glad you brought it up, Brad, because I have a lot of emotion about it, but at the same hand, um, I don't want to do this, the proper justice that it deserves as well. We, we have some, some really, Good people coming on to talk, 
Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to people, And I think that when you talk about this conversation, as with most conversations that are important and need to be vetted and thought out and properly channeled is that when it's not just two, it's, Mm. it's better. Right. And so that what we have on deck is what we feel is an appropriate response to the world as we're seeing it now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I look forward. I look forward to the conversation. I think it'll be eye-opening for me. Um, you know, I want to be an advocate. I want to be uh, a teammate. Those are the things that are important to us, right? I think mm-hmm. you know a lot of people that I know, you know, uh, struggle with with that with those kinds of things and feel like, oh, but I am that way. I don't have these things. I have you know, love in my heart for everybody and all. And, and I'm not saying they don't. Mm. But the case for me is what are you doing that's helpful? It's not enough just to be kind anymore. Mm-mm. Not now. There's a real push, right? To be on the right side of history and to make a change. And it's not just being kind. It's being vocal, <laughs> right? It's being intentional. And mm. it's talking about things that are difficult to talk about with people that don't feel like you feel. And that's what's necessary. That's where we are. I, I, absolutely. I mean, Brad, I, I can't, I can't sit there and agree with you more. I mean, when, when I, when I think about, I'm going to get into some of my own personal things, but I will say I'm part white, you know, and, yeah. and for me to sit there and say that I haven't felt any privilege on my end would be a lie. Even though I look as, I mean, I've been mistaken for Mexican. I've been mistaken for Filipino, um, mostly the big thing is that most people are just ignorant as to who I am. And, yeah. and that's fine because to me, it just gives me a, a chance to educate you on what yeah. I am and where I'm from, yeah. which is, which is fine. Um, my biggest thing is that I don't mind, I don't mind, I don't mind people not knowing, you know, yeah. what I don't like is people that think they know too much. And, mm. and, and, and if you think you know too much, you think you got this all down, yeah. you got to check yourself. I mean, when I think about it, if you're cheering for a sports team, okay, so this is, this is, the, most, this is the most weirdest oddity, Brad, is that you could have an atheist, you could have a Muslim, you could have a Christian, you could have a black person, you could have a white person, you could have an Asian, every color under the sun. Aliens, we know those exist now, right? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Twenty twenty, right? The That's exactly it. But the thing is, is that when you look at that team color that you were cheering, what you were cheering for, you don't care. Yeah. Whoever the color of the the person is, a scoring that goal, or running a touchdown in, or doing any of that, you don't care. Nope. You don't care and about race, creed. No. None of those things. And, and, and to me is that if you don't care at that point, how can you care at any other point? To me, the sports fan is who we should be looking at as far as just being cordial with each other. Because if we can all get together to accomplish one goal, why can't we do this in the real world? Why can't we do that? Yeah, yeah that's a great question. I don't have the answer. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. But I think we can find the, I mean, not we, right? You know, no, I think, I think we have, we have something great coming up it. here. I th- yeah, I do. I we, can, we can help. Absolutely. What it is. Absolutely. What so it is. I do apologize. If we haven't been on for the past few days. We've been mulling this over. This is a yeah. serious thing. We've been thinking about it yep. and we don't want to make this just some cheap tawdry act. Cause I don't think the NBA wanted that. Felt like it the wasn't NHL a didn't want that. Right? Exactly. Mean, transparent with whoever's going to watch this. You know, mm-hmm. we thought we would talk yesterday morning, mm-hmm. um, and then when we got on, I just we both agreed that it just we couldn't do it because we felt like uh, we just felt heavy. We felt like it wasn't the right decision uh, in that moment. We felt like we needed to spend some time with it, sit with it try to work some other things out and then uh, and then here we are so with our plan for later this week that we're ha- we're really excited to share with you what that ends up being because we're you know, pretty proud of uh, 
I think what the potential is, right? So absolutely. Yeah. So that'll be it. And I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, like our show, we we wanna give you the best analysis that we have. And we also wanna give it with some humor and some insight. So this I think, you know, we talk about like that this is this is what you and I do when we're in the same area. Right. We sit and we just talk and we just enjoy life. Right. This is what it is. But we also have these serious conversations and like, and, and I think that's what you do with your friends is you should have conversations that are all over the board. You know, mm-hmm. it's almost, you know, Jim Bovano said every day you should do something that, you know, takes you to all the reins of emotions. I'm mm-hmm. just paraphrasing. I'm ball butchered if I try to say it, you know what I mean? But you should laugh and cry and, you know, be pissed off and all those things. And like you should have those in conversations, and we've lost the art of conversation. I feel like in some respects, and so um, that's what someone says. But what we're going to do this week uh, is sit and conversate with people, yeah, and, uh, and really you know get this thing moving. It'll be uh, epic, as my kids would say. So we're 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 going to do that, and I. I'm also strongly encouraging that anybody who has any questions there, please email us at guys.beer.sports yeah. at gmail.com. Anybody that has any sort of opinions, anybody that wants to end up saying, hey, listen, I support you. Or if you don't, please send something over there because this is, this, is this, is, this is a virtual bar. And in a bar, you're allowed to talk. You know? You're That's allowed sure to beer. talk. Exactly. Sure and I want to hear. Um, mm. Yeah, you know, I was thinking earlier is we should do this thing where we just go on live and the people can jump in with their beers and we should just drink a beer and just see what's what. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do it this week. I don't mind that at all. Uh, hit the like button or comment if you want to get in and we'll schedule it out. That'll be fun. Because, I mean, to be honest with you, if no one likes it or says anything, we're still going to do it. So Straight up. That's yeah. the beauty of this. So, uh... Well, yeah. let's, change, let's change a couple of gears because I feel yeah. like if we keep going, we're going to get in, like, we're going to bleed into what we uh, have planned for later. I totally agree. We're qualified to do that yet. So, mm. uh, quickly, I just want to talk about Celtics Raptors. I want to see what your take is. I think that it's a coaching matchup that everybody could be a fan of, right? Two high-level coaches who know what they're doing, right? Know how to get their guys going. Players seem to love them. Right. I'm going to tell you right now, I, I, was, I was nervous for this series, okay? Because, yeah. yeah, the Raptors handled Brooklyn four games. No problem. Swept them. Yeah. But when I saw Boston handle the 76ers and swept them four games, yeah. that got me a little concerned, okay? Yeah. We took seven games to take out the Sixers, okay? It wasn't an easy match. And you needed the bounce. You needed the bounce to get in. Yeah, absolutely. Now, it's not, you know, there wasn't the same amount of people that was on there. There was no Jimmy Butler. There was no, uh, even, uh, what's his face there, from New Zealand. No Ben Simmons. Yeah, no Ben Simmons from New Zealand. Thank you. Thank you. Ben Simmons from New Zealand. I'm here for you. I'm always here for you. Yeah. So, you know, there was there was a lot of talent that wasn't there. But, I mean, you still had Al Harf, Horford out there. You had, you had a few other they're not, guys. Listen, there. they're not scrubs, right? No. They're not scrubs. That's exactly it. Not. It wasn't like Brooklyn, who didn't have uh, Kyrie Irving, who didn't have Kevin Durant, who didn't have – you know what I mean? Uh, it was like, okay, yeah. I, if you didn't sweep Brooklyn, I don't know, Raptors. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Boston. Swept the how, 76ers. How good, how good is Kemba as a replacement for Kyrie? Dude, dude. They don't even care about Kyrie Irving over there right now. Oh, Kemba Walker guy. is sick. I've always thought he was sick. And yeah. and and he, he was, was just playing on a piece. bad team. He was playing I on think, a bad team for the, all this time. I think that Kemba does for them what they wanted Kyrie to do for them. I can't even – you know what? Kyrie, to me, and, and I'm sorry – but Kyrie to me was just some guy that was just there going, I don't want to be a LeBron James shadow anymore. Let me go over to the most Boston. Canadian, the most Canadian thing you've ever said to me is, I'm sorry, before you like go on to thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm polite. <laughs> <laughs> My mama trained me to be polite. But, yeah. Not polite to say I'm sorry. It's like I say with all due respect, right? We know what that means. Okay, okay, okay. That's so Canadians, Canadians are passive aggressive. I don't know if you know this. 
but that's what we are. We're passive aggressive. When you hear I'm sorry, we're really not, okay? <laughs> Man, <laughs> just we sounds went, nicer. Uh, uh, my wife and I went and saw a concert in, uh, in Vancouver uh, two years ago. And uh, <laughs> we go to leave. We get on the, we get on the elevator. There's a line to get on the elevator, right? So we're standing in line. We get on the elevator. And, like, right as it's about to close, this dude, like, darts him and this other dude dart in and jump on the elevator in front of this other guy and this other girl. And they're standing there face to face. And they're having a moment. And this guy has cut him in line. And they're, they're like, politely cussing each other. <laughs> you know, hey, buddy. Sorry, buddy. You know, like, <laughs> like I'm like, man, like, <laughs> let me hold the door and y'all handle your business. Because I feel like. Listen, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, you know, buddy. <laughs> like, come on. Like, are y'all going to meet in the park? You're like, what are we going to do? Like, let's figure this out. <laughs> Dude, we're going to solve it by curling. <laughs> going to curl a few frames, curl and then we'll figure it out from they, there. They call it frames? I don't even know enough about it to call it that. Oh, brother, no. Don't you don't know? You're going to watch some curling, brother. I've never. I, mm. <laughs> watch a few. I'm sorry. Not even frames. I'm messing this up. I want to hear from the curlers. Ends. There's ends. 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 Yes. Listen, I know that takes talent, but <laughs> listen, buddy. I also don't watch darts and pool. That's you know. What's wrong with darts? What's wrong with darts nothing. and pool? There's nothing wrong. I'm just not watching them. <laughs> like I, if I'm rolling through on the ocho late at night, I'm not watching <laughs> the ocho darts and pool <laughs> or curling. It's not doing it. Anyway, so Kemba, the guy that rewatched the 2019 NFL football season, in yeah. mad NFL mad respect, mad respect. I needed, well, I needed the sports to re- let me know, you know. It's it's the same way with me when I'm watching. Uh, you know, well, there's nothing I watched recently that had the Toronto Maple Leafs winning the Stanley Cup from '67, but Do they have video cameras in '67. I don't know. <laughs> Back to the original. I think, six, I think 67 people even saw that. I <laughs> back to back to Kemba Walker, though. Yeah. Listen, um, Boston, that's a that's a legit point guard. Kyrie Irving is injured. I don't care what you say. Yeah, he's rushing to come back. It wasn't it wasn't a good Raptors turnout. Let's see what game two has to have. But if game two is the same, I'm sorry, the Raptors are gonna be golfing very yep. shortly you know yeah yeah might be a boston man it might that might be the four might be boston milwaukee and the la teams uh, yeah i mean unless toronto pulls their their socks up and they might they might they've got the talent right they've got they the do have the talent the medal. they've got the championship you know that's what like maybe that's what shows through this is this is a wake up call as far as I'm yeah. concerned. It's a wake up call, and it's something for them to sit there and go, "Okay, uh, our bench is better than their bench. Yeah. Are we going to take this lying down, or are we going to come up there and give a little fight?" Just back? kept waiting for the run today, right? Just kept waiting for that famous Toronto run. This is exactly, never, it. and it never yeah. happened. It never, it never came to fruition. Um, I did think it was funny though, uh, Serge Ibaka. Is one of my favorite players. I I have a uh, I've always resisted my love for Serge Ibaka because of the Oklahoma City thing, you know. <laughs> but now he's in Toronto. It's okay, eh? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Local, <laughs> like, you know? uh, I don't know if you saw his reaction today. This little dust up with Diaz, and he was like, "You, you want to fight me?" You know, he started laughing. <laughs> I don't think I want to fight Serge. I mean, he looks like the peaceful no. monk warrior, but I, I think at uh, no. that height and that weight, I mean, he'd nope. smack you around pretty good. Nope. Nope. Uh, no part of him. <laughs> no part of Serge. Uh, but I thought it was funny that, like, there was his reaction. Like, in the heat of the moment, he was pissed off. Yeah. Like, Come on, man. One of my cousins showed me that, I guess, like, he's a, he's a, a chef. He's like, yeah. a, you know, like, he, he likes to cook. He likes to cook yeah. good food. And showed me his uh, YouTube channel where he invites certain NBA players and stuff like that on to where oh. he's cooking for them. And, yeah. and I'm there going, man, it would be cool if you're getting cooked for him. But can you imagine if you're pissing him off? It's just like, you know, and uh, you're not going to be invited to his house for that food. And plus, you're probably going to walk away with a black eye. Like, I don't know, man. 
Oh, he 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 looks like a tough one. He does. I don't want to get into a Serge Ibaka. <laughs> no, no. We we know your prowess. Um, <laughs> real quick, one on one. Want to do some one on one moves? Well, first off, first off, I just wanted to comment. Okay, so you saw my boy from Jersey there who's ended up like they have this bet. Him and uh, my yep. other buddy that's from Pennsylvania that have this bet. But Americans, when they bet about hockey, is my favorite thing. I want to talk about this all day. I want to talk about this all day. You got Tell no idea, Brad. You got no Tell idea. Me. I want to talk about this all day. Tell me all Americans, about Americans are sitting there, you know, hockey. Okay. I love Americans. I love the fact that they're getting more intelligent about hockey. But it's no different than when we pulled into Estonia and we wanted to take showers. The only way we could take showers because there was like E. coli on the ship, right? So the only way we could take showers was to go and play basketball at the gym, okay? But that meant you had to play against the Americans, okay? So the Americans are there. And God bless the Americans over there. God bless them because I saw them slamming. Like I saw them dunking. Okay. I saw them dunking. And I'm there going, we got to play basketball against these guys. <laughs> so, I bet you want that shower, big fella. Oh, brother. So the first thing, of course, us being proud Canadians, like, ah, America versus Canada. We got, we, oh, no, no, we got spanked. But yeah. they didn't dunk on us. They were so nice to us. They didn't dunk on us. I will give them we're all very, the props. We are very, we're very polite. When we Buddy. Play they didn't dunk on us. I was so happy. When we mix the teams up, it was a lot better. But I'm, I'm going off on a tangent here. And when Americans come up and they end up telling me that Philadelphia is going to be one of the final four teams and is going to win in the Eastern Conference, you got to check yourself because your team stinks. Or take their money. Oh, no, that's beer, brother. I'm taking Whatever beer. Whatever it is. Yeah. Your Whatever the currency of the moment is. Stinks. Your team stinks. The very fact hey, that you uh, have to rely. Yes, yes. Real Go quick. Ahead, real yeah. quick. Yeah. Who, who's Toronto playing right now? <laughs> I knew you I knew you were going to bring that up. I knew you were going to bring that up. Because trust me, I ended up, uh, I ended up uh, taking a little – Taking a little, uh, a, little hate. a little dump, a little dump hate. I hate dump on uh, my buddy Reed there about Boston getting smacked around there by Tampa. Yeah. And he goes, where's Toronto right now? I'm like, oh, okay, I'll shut up. <laughs> Brady's uh, balls. Oh, man. All right, little one-on-one. How great would it be if Tampa did beat Boston, though, right? Like, they steal Tom Brady from New England, and then they beat the Bruins in the final this- playoffs. Is this like a little William Shakespeare foretelling? Maybe it is. Maybe a little foreshadowing? Is. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. Maybe it is. Don't know. <laughs> All right, one-on-one. So, my question to you, Brad. Yes. The CFL season is over here in Canada. <laughs> what does that mean to the American market? <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't even say this is straight fake. But still, what does it mean to the American market? To the American market, uh, it means nothing. It means that we maybe won't get a player from the league this year to come warm the bench in the NFL. Warm the bench. Wait a second. Wait a second. How long? How many years has the CFL been going? What's the number? Twenty-five been, years? Thirty no, years? Fifty? No, no. Over a century. A century? Okay. Over a century. Yeah. Let's see if we can name ten CFL contributors to the NFL in the last ten years. Oh, okay. All right. So can contributors. You name, can you name me one? Can you name me one? Cameron Wake. All right. That's that's a legit. That's a legit. Can you name me another? Brandon Brower. Hey, I'll take it. Okay. All right. Another. For the last 10 years? Oh, last 10 years. Oh, oh, last 10 years. I, I, have, I have to think about last 10 years. I probably know more that went the other way. And you got Johnny. <laughs> Johnny Manziel, yeah. Well, I mean, Joe Theismann is a product of the CFL. Yeah. Uh, Warren Moon is a product yeah. of the CFL. Mr. Mr. University of Washington Husky himself. I have a picture of Warren Moon signing my football. I'm a huge Warren Moon fan. Yeah. And, and, and 
he's he's a great football player, yep. but he came out here because he, there's no positions for him out in the U.S. at that moment. Uh, who else is there? Oh, oh, Mr. Yeah, Argonauts, Calgary, little man there, Doug Flutie and his Flutie Flakes. Yeah. CFO. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Underdog himself. Uh, Jeff Garcia, CFO. Uh, <laughs> you think Terrell Owens knew that? Did T.O. know that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> T.O. T.O. came to the CFL. Later, though, right? Was yeah. Ricky. Early? Ricky. Uh, who's the Miami Dolphin? The Ricky. Hey, Ricky Williams. Ricky Listen, Williams from the CFL. Ricky even knows that he played in the CFL. <laughs> well, he was pretty high at that point, yeah. And, and, and there was no drug testing in the CFL. No. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, is that, like, so legitimately, okay? So in the CFL uh, – there's there's places like Regina, Saskatchewan. Um, <laughs> wife has family there. Shout out to that as the greatest name. Be a grown up. Be a grown up here. <laughs> Regina, Saskatchewan. Yeah. Who's going to lose ten million dollars this season with no CFL? Uh, there's probably going to be the Montreal Alouettes and the Toronto Argonauts folding. Hamilton Tiger Cats probably stay still. Um, the thing is, is that for the NFL, I would think that this is something like a feeder team that people are being developed in, like coaches, players. Yeah, um, you think so, but I don't think so. I don't think you that, think I don't it think has it no effect? Okay, interesting. interesting. I think, yeah, I think you're talking losing $10 million. I think that's not a big fluctuation. If you ever been to Regina, you would... Uh... I, I don't disagree and say $10 million is not a lot. I'm just saying in the grand scheme of professional football. Yeah, but you're so used to the NFL product where, I mean, $10 million is yeah. just a player. It's just one player. <laughs> the guy on his last leg, man. It's $10 million. You do. <laughs> well, Playing. I, I, I mean. that play football or play quarterback <laughs> more than $10 million. Listen, I'll. Backup, I'll that's backup quarterback money. Dang, dang. This is just getting worse to beat down. Geno oh Smith is from the punch heard around the locker room. <laughs> the backup Russell Wilson. You know who? <laughs> yeah. <dang>. yeah. <laughs> so, you can probably name more backup quarterbacks in the NFL right now than I can name CFL players. That's how well, that's where I'm at. That, right. That's what it means to me. I'm not saying it means that to everyone. I feel that. Really, I feel. I feel. What really there's a fan base for it because they'll lose ten million dollars, which is feels like most of the revenue. But <laughs> don't forget that here in the, in the CFL, right? I mean, if to have a luxury player, you're probably looking at a luxury player making a million dollars a season, right? So uh, most of them are. They have Listen, to have a second as job. As a rule, as a rule, any league that has to say you can only have you have to have homegrown players on it, you yeah. know, a certain amount, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll watch it, but you know. I don't my 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 favorite thing, if you don't mind me sharing this, is that uh I remember in the CFL uh going to the Montreal Alouettes games when I was stationed out in St. Sean Sirichlu. Um it was $25 to go there watch a professional football game. Yeah. And the only other time I played that kind of money was in uh Cleveland. <laughs> when I went there the 0-16 season, I paid $25 and sat in the dog pound and watched Deshaun Kaiser play quarterback the same way that Johnny Manziel did in his debut. So I was just – This Take is sick city. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I was at home. Yep. I was at home. So I was just Makes like, sense. oh, wow, wow. My beer was freezing, and the quarterback play was crappy. Uh, <laughs> Feels like a regular feeling. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Sorry, Cleveland. Listen, for live sporting events are the best, right? You I'm going to watch it. You Anything live, I'm into up. it. You can't make that stuff up. I would, listen, if there was a curling, like if the world championship of curling was in Vancouver, and you're like, hey, man, I got some tickets, I probably would go. Of course you would go. <laughs> the last point of it. Of course you would go. go. <laughs> I can rearrange my calendar and make sure I can make it. Buddy, I remember I remember we were there at a uh, a 
Cougars game, high school. This is high school football. Yeah. Uh, I ended up going there because my son was making friends at that point. And we're watching high school football because he was there hanging out. And I just wanted to see some high school football. And there was you and your brother sitting there watching high school football. Yeah. And you guys are just there going, I'm watching high school football, man. Like this is a serious, this is a serious business for you. For me, it was just like you know, this is cool, this is different. We were rowdy. Yeah, I'm we were rowdy. You, in the stand I'm telling you, that's 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 America. That's just love, is what that is. That's I love it. Love. I love it. Uh, my my question for you is this: Anthony Smith last night's uh, UFC does his thing. Mm. Uh, was it enough for him to get a title shot? Man, I thought Anthony Smith lost that fight there. Let me have a quick look. Are you sure? I I thought it was in decision there, but uh, he did. I think he lost that fight. If I have a look at that, prepared. I should have went golfing today. (laughs) He did. He lost it. Yeah, I thought he lost it by decision. The other guy had a title shot. Rakic. That's what. That's what I meant to say. The other guy beat Anthony Smith. He does a title shot now. Given that Anthony Smith was so far up the ladder. Previously. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's my here's my thing. Okay, is uh, both of them are coming off of losses. Uh, Smith more losses than Rakic, and Rakic's last loss was actually a controversial loss. Uh, it was a split decision to Volkan uh, Ozdemir, a little Russian. There. He sounds he sounds like he wrestled bears when he was little. He probably did, you know. Yeah. But it was a it was a controversial split decision that a lot of people were talking about that maybe he shouldn't have lost that fight. Uh, Anthony Smith, I have a lot of respect for him. anybody that steps into the octagon. Yeah. That is not something that is done um, hap- haphazardly, okay? You don't, you don't just walk in there and go, I'm going to go in there. And this is one of the – what was he, number – what was his ranking in that fight there? He was I mean, listen, I just butchered that. Top 10, know. top 10, yeah, right? For sure. So, to me, I'm thinking, yeah, why not give, why not give Rakic a title shot? But you're about to go up against, like, if he hasn't vacated the title and he decides to come back, that is the best in the business right there with John Jones. And do I think Rakic is ready for John Jones? He don't want to know. No. Do I think the, he's ready for John Jones? Who has been? There is nobody that's ready for John Jones. You know what I want to see for John Jones? Mm. Stipe. Stipe. I think Stipe is ready for John Jones. I think so, too. I totally agree with you on that. I think totally so. agree with Pay you. Pay real money for that fight. Uh, same here. Because to me, Stipe, he's just a humble man. No. And I know, hey. Listen, he's a humble brick house. That's what he is. That's exactly it. Yeah. And, and, and John Jones is a natural talent. Like, that guy... Well, he didn't even train for Daniel Cormier. I think he was on some sort of bender and then comes out there and still defeats But him. listen, he – just so he doesn't absolutely hear this on accident and then come whip our ass. He trained. Just his birthday was the week before. And so mm-hmm. he took three days off and did some coke and some dick pills, apparently. <laughs> and that yeah. cost him. You know, who else, you know who else took some time off when he was fighting somebody? Mike Tyson. Yeah, probably yeah. for the same reason. I Mike Tyson took some time off when he was fighting Buster Douglas. He was like, ah, oh, Buster Douglas, he nothing. But that's how naturally talented some of them guys are, is that they can – not that they aren't training hard, right? They're just not as focused as their opponent may be, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't matter. Listen – to me, he's the most freakish athlete I've ever seen in the UFC, John Jones. I know when I saw um, – He's Lawrence Taylor. He's Lawrence Taylor. He's Lawrence Taylor. I have to agree All with you. All the stories about Lawrence Taylor. Man, yeah. I read Lawrence Taylor's book, and I was like, man, if only half of this is true. It's <laughs> <laughs> still amazing to me. All right, Brad. All right. I got one more question for you on this here. Right. Was it audible? This is this is not audible. I'm throwing it to you. Right. Who are you calling for the Stanley Cup Finals? As you take your last swig of beer. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't get it wrong now either, brother. Because I mean, heck, but you can't. Uh, 
It's a good one. I think it comes out of the East. Okay. Which hurts my feelings. Okay. It hurts my feelings a lot, but I think it comes out of the East. Who? I don't know. It's a coin flip. It's a coin flip between Tampa, between Tampa and New York. Yeah, you know what though? Like, it's gotta be Tampa. You gotta be Tampa. Tampa's got some talent. Tampa's got some talent. Yeah, I just I can't go. I can't go fully close and say New York. I'm going. I'm going New York Islanders because I think their coach has just got them bought into that system. Yeah, I think the Eastern Conference Finals are like you know how sometimes the East or like the Conference Finals is the real championship. Yeah, I kind of feel like that here, right? Yeah, that the Eastern Conference Finals is the real Stanley Cup championship. So, I I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, Yeah. I feel that. Okay, that's an awful. Here we are. (laughs) Listen. I really appreciated talking some sports, um, talking some UFC and talking some conversations. Uh, tune in to us there in the next few days. We're going to be talking a little bit more about this because we just didn't want to make this into a little small little conversation. But we're so glad that sports is back on. And we're glad that you guys are listening. Uh, I am the sports are back on to continue the conversation. Right. Absolutely. Uh, I'm also humbled by your listenership as well. I, I've been looking at the different places that have been listening and I'm, I'm humbled and uh, we, I just hope we are. We, we are. are. Yes, absolutely. Brad, we are humbled. Um, I, I just hope that we can keep on keeping our stuff uh, up to date, current and giving you the best entertainment value that we can give. Yeah. Well, and even if we don't like, it'll still be fun for me and you. That's all that matters in the end. I love it. Uh, be kind kids be in the right side of history find us on all social media platforms youtube included guys.beer.sports we'll see you next time peace you've listened to the podcast but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar like us on facebook at guys beer sports podcast follow us on instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel at guys.beer.sports when you do this Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week where you can join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos or as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.